All right, we are back for yet another episode of the On Call Empath. Now, this is the Elite Series, and I am super excited to announce my next guest. I took some time to really find somebody that I think you guys are going to really connect with. This person, I can't put it into words. They are truly amazing. I had a great talk with this uh next guest before this podcast and I can tell you like after the conversation that I had I felt so much lighter like I was connecting with somebody that know knew exactly what I went through and I kind of felt what she went through also we both had similar kind of instances but like we can sense each other's energy but for a lot of empaths, we tend to gravitate towards, you know, certain energies. And some people, they'll gravitate towards, like, maybe a narcissist, while others, when we come across another fellow empath, we'll just kind of know it. And that's that's what we have here. And my next guest, Christine Ramos, is an intuitive empath. And, you know, she's going to be talking about the importance of knowing our child, inner child's spirit, how to connect to that spirit, spiritual energies. We're going to be actually also talking about imprints from previous lives um, and how we kind of made an agreement before we came into this planet. And I know this is, you know, way out in left field, but go with me here. Um, we talk about things that I normally uh, haven't covered in over 100 episodes. I mean, there were a couple that I had gone to the afterlife and spirituality. But in this one, you're going to see that we're going to dig a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about the human energy field. We're going to also go more into the depths of the layers, the emotional layers um, of a person's energy field. So it's going to be really interesting. Like I learned a lot, but more importantly, this person, I would say that they really touched my heart because I didn't really have to talk too much. Like they kind of just understood me. Do you guys have somebody that that you talk to that you say a few words and then they totally, they totally get you. You don't have to really go into detail. They already know you. And when you come across somebody like that, um, I feel like, you know, it's not from accidents. I think that everything happens for a reason. There's certain people that come to our lives to teach us things, harsh lessons. Um, that includes abusers and people that are on your side that are well-wishers. And Christine is one of them. Um, she is one of them that's on my side. And I asked her flat out like you need to be on the podcast it's i'm not giving you a choice so um she totally is amazing person i think you guys will feel the energy um through this podcast and if you're watching it video you can see this on youtube as well but definitely stick around um and i hope you enjoy it because i i certainly I certainly had a great time. And um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. But this is definitely going to be 
something I, I'm sure all the empaths are going to enjoy. So with that said, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. All right, guys, do I have a show for you on this Elite Series? My next guest is Christine Ramos. Um, She's a maternal child health registered nurse. And you know when you come across somebody and you just completely connect with them for the first time? I've never met her um, previously before we recorded. And instantly like empath to empath we connected and there's so many things that we're going to cover today if you're an empath or a highly sensitive person you definitely don't want to miss this episode because we are going to be talking about how to connect with your spirit of your child importance of knowing the child children as spirit uh the imprints of previous lives plus a lot more very fascinating stuff that i don't think i've covered and hundreds of episodes. I think you guys are going to get a lot out of it. Christine, welcome, and it's an honor to have you. Thank you, Raj. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, and as far as the connection, um, we both have a lot of things in common that we spoke about before this this podcast, and um, I'm just really happy the universe has brought me to you. Um, a lot of the stuff that you did say did help me in my personal life. And in this episode, I want you to kind of help the thousands of people that are listening, the empaths, the highly sensitive people. But before we move forward, um, can you tell the audience a little bit more about your background? I know you're board certified. You worked in nursing um, for a long time. You have a lot of different backgrounds. Um, you are a physical and emotional, cognitive, intuitive empath. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go on and on, but I'll let you kind of explain everything. Okay. So professionally, um, I first started out my, well, my first career was in um, social work. And I worked with people who had um, mental health and substance abuse challenges. Um, And that was uh, in the mid to late 80s into the 90s. So I did a decade of social work. After that, um, I had my, after I had my second child, I kind of fell in love with the whole idea of helping mothers and babies. So I took the step to become uh, a nurse. I did an accelerated nursing program, which I almost thought I was going to lose my mind because I did 69 (laughs) credits, 69 credits in one year. And um, I I got my nursing degree and uh, after doing a little bit of work in in cardiology, because, you know, as a new nurse, you have to start out and doing, you know, like the basics. Uh, Then I specialized in maternal child health. Um, Once I started getting into that field and I became pregnant with my third um, daughter and uh, my third child, and she's, she was a girl. And um, I started to feel like, you know, there's something missing in 
just the works that are available, the written works, the literature, the educational uh, material that's out there for people who want to look at the profound spirituality of bringing new life into this world. Okay. Um, you know, you, you have your books like what to expect when you're expecting, which is the, uh, the usual book that we, you know, people who are pregnant, the, you know, couples go to, to learn about uh, pregnancy, childbirth. And there was nothing out there that said, you know, oh my gosh, I'm bringing this, this, this soul into this world, you know, Let's, and since I had a have a background in um, doing hands on healing, it's called cool, the type that I do is called therapeutic touch. Mm-hmm. And also because I am an intuitive empath, I can actually sense people's uh, uh, the human energy field. So um, when I started to apply all of those things together, coupled with my background in social work. So we have the mental health aspect, and then I have the maternal child health, the physical aspect. I got around to creating this this book that addressed how to bring up a child, mind, body, and spirit. And so um, the book goes into such things as uh, how to apply the truths of the chakras in raising children. Um, so you have the seven chakras for any, you know, for your audience that doesn't know, you have the seven chakras, which are the energy centers of the human body. Uh, you have the root chakra, which deals with uh, issues of safety and security. So these are all things that are applied to the upbringing of the child. You have the sacrum uh, chakra, which deals with one-on-one relationships. And how important it is to provide um, uh, a role model and um, education for your child on how important it is to honor those one-on-one relationships. Uh, the sacrum, I'm sorry, after the sacrum, you have the solar plexus. And the solar plexus deals with everything that has to do with issues of self-esteem and self-worth. So think about how difficult that is for children growing up these days, right? You have social media and you have the, um, you know, people who go on social media show their uh, their ideal life, which really is not based in truth, right? We all know that. Everybody mm-hmm. puts, puts you know, on social media this beautiful life that they have without problems. They have, they have beautiful bodies, so yeah. our children are growing up with is- issues of, uh, of of self-worth, self-image. Um, and that, that has to do with the, uh, the solar plex- plexus um, chakra. After the solar plexus, we look at the heart chakra. So what is that? How can we apply the truths in that particular chakra for our children? Well, that has to do with issues of love and forgiveness so think about the importance of that and teaching our children that that not only do we need to um learn how to forgive others but also forgive ourselves mm-hmm. and so after that we have the throat chakra which has to do with expression and will um and just how important it is that your child feels like they're being heard mm-hmm. right? And you have your um, 
brow chakra, which is right there in the brow, right between right. Uh, the eyebrows. And that has to do with clarity and insight and cognitive processes. Mm-hmm. So again, it's important to teach your child how, you know, insight, insight into, um, you know, their own souls, how they are eternal beings. And um, the last chakra has to do with the crown. And the crown is everything that has to do with your connection to higher being or your higher consciousness. So these are all things I go through in the book in terms of Mm -hmm. applying the truths of the chakras to your own child or to a child that is is in your life. It doesn't have to be your own child. Like you could be a teacher or a coach. And these are important in terms of bringing out the very best in, you know, these Mm -hmm. are the next generation, basically. So that's just one aspect of the book. Wow. I mean, there's, I have so many questions and this is very fascinating stuff. Being an empath myself, um, you know, I'm always interested in, you know, spiritual, spirituality, um, energies. And I do know that, you know, personally, like when I'm around people that have low vibration, um, or they're negative or toxic, um, I start to feel it myself and Mm -hmm. I, I start to get, believe it or not, pain in my body, um, on my skin, um, stomach issues. And yeah, maybe it's a little anxiety as well, but my body's trying to tell me something so I can imagine for children, you know, when they're in that infant stage and they're going through the growth stage, if they're with somebody who is not a good role model, or they're going through maybe a divorce and they may seem like happy and they're playful, but really there's certain subtle things you can look at, which is going to play a role when they get into adulthood. So I wanted to ask you, you know, how is the spiritual energy, how can they affect children, even from a young age into adult age, if you could kind of explain that? Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up. It's the children are exceptionally sensitive to spiritual energies. Okay. Um, From the moment that they're born, they are um, so sensitive because you, you think about it, a, a baby, all of their senses are not yet acute. They're not yet sharpened. Okay. So what they basically receive the information, how they receive the information of their environment is, is through the sensations of energy. They read people's energies. And I'm sure you've heard, and I'm sure your audience has heard how Children, all, usually up to the age of about eight or nine years old, they actually can remember, they could have communication with, mm-hmm. with spirits. Uh, they can, some of them even remember past lives or snippets yeah. of past lives. Uh, so this is a, is a very important um, time of the child's life when they are exceptionally sensitive to to uh, spiritual energies so having said that if you see your child you know be uncomfortable around somebody or if you see them suddenly be very clingy to you that's a clue to to tell you that 
you know, it may not necessarily be that there being uh, so-called, you know, that kind of stranger anxiety. It could very well be that they're sensing the person's energy and something mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. that person's energy isn't, isn't comfortable for them. Yes. Okay. And it doesn't even have to be necessarily that this person is evil or has bad intention. It could simply be that this, that the, the child doesn't resonate well with, with this person. And I'm sure you and every, your, your audience has had, you know, cases where they're around somebody and they just don't feel right or, or they feel drained mm-hmm. or, or they, or they feel, you know, maybe even overly excited or overly, you know, um, stimulated. These are all things, these are all ways that um, the child shows, you know, uh, hey, uh, I don't feel comfortable. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang around you as my primary caretaker um, j- just to feel better, okay? Because everybody, as, every, you know, as you know in your audience, we all have our spiritual energy field. And for a child, a young child, that your spiritual energy field is their haven, is their safe haven, so to say. So when a child is feeling uncomfortable or the child is feeling very, uh, or, or unsafe, or just, you know, this could be, like I said before, just a simple issue of not resonating with somebody, the child will likely go to, to the uh, primary caregiver and just kind of hang around them. And Mm -hmm. that's their way of, this is my safe haven. I feel better here. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and unfortunately, you know, you might see parents, they'll get uh, frustrated and, you know, you know, stop cleaning by, (laughs) by, you know, by me and everything. But it's actually something that they're doing to feel safer. Yeah. And I think that's a good point because I think that's where codependency kind of starts at a young age. And then mm-hmm. as that child mm-hmm. grows up, it it shows up in their relationships with people, right. bosses, uh, loved ones. And even if they get married, I mean, it, it shows within the people that they marry, you know. Um, so all this comes out. So right. I wanted to pivot here and kind of talk to you a little bit about previous lives. Um mm-hmm. Because I, I just get really fascinated by this. And so wondering if you can kind of enlighten us. I mean, do you really think, because there's a lot of skeptics out there. I understand that. But mm-hmm. there's got to be something more. And I think empaths and highly sensitive people um, are very in tune to this part. So yeah. I think a lot of people that are tuning in are waiting for this, you know, for your answer for this. But what is your etheric imprints from previous yeah. lives. Can you explain that and how all oh, that works? Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, there's not a lot that, that, you know, the basic pop, the, the, the general population, um, there are so many works done by professionals, doctors, research, um, researchers on topics that people might consider paranormal or supernatural or something like that. Woo-woo, you know. (laughs) Woo-woo, perfect, yes, woo-woo. And 
One in particular that I love and I always go back to is is a book. It's actually more than a book. It's 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 a whole series of works by Dr. Ian Stevenson, who was um, a psychiatrist. I say was because sadly he passed away. Um, and um, Dr. Jim Tucker, I, I, some of your audience might might be familiar with that name. Dr. Jim Tucker took over his work, but Dr. Right. Ian Stevenson. Uh, in 1997, uh, wrote a book that's called "Where Reincarnation," where where reincarnation and biology intersect. And with that, he studied over many years children who have had past life memories, and these children, some of them, what he found was that they would have some type of birthmark, scar, or just some type of marking on their skin, which seemed to have corresponded with the manner in which they passed away. That's okay. fascinating stuff. Wow. Okay. And I highly <laughs> recommend the book where, where Reincarnation and Biology Intersect by Dr. Ian Stevenson. And he has case after case after case. And now this isn't something as simple as a child saying, uh, oh, I, you know, I remember how I died. You know, I had a sport fight or, you know, I was killed by a pistol or whatever. It's not as simple as that. He goes and he actually takes the steps to corroborate all of these stories to the point to, to, to as far, as far into this as collecting the people who, he, who this child might say is a family member from the past life and corroborating their stories. So let's say the child says, Oh, this person in, in this village over here, that's my sister. That was my sister in my past life. Well, this doctor would get the, the, the people who this child says was in his life. And yes, he would only document the cases that lined <clears> up <throat> and kind, sort of the evidence showed that this child was telling the truth because the, how else would he know? Yeah. How else would he know that uh, the sister's name is such and such? Mother's name was such and such. This is how I died. This is the person who killed me. This is this is the and so what how I bring that back to the book is um, when you when you learn the spiritual energy of of uh, an individual, you have layers of the spiritual energy. So the first layer that uh, corresponds that's closest to the physical body is called the etheric layer. Mm -hmm. And the etheric layer is the layer that provides the blueprint onto the onto which the um, developing uh, fetus, the cells, kind of just start to divide. Okay, when the when the woman is pregnant, so that etheric layer has the imprint of previous lives, and so when a child has say a birth a, a birthmark or some type of scar or some t type of even it could even be 
some type of anomaly, a congenital anomaly, which means something that they're born with. Um, it could actually be called, you know, it could very well be that this is something that is carried forth from another life. And so this, these are the things that I researched and put together, um, doing a lot of research into Dr. Ian Steen's, Stevenson's work and applying that to pregnancy and um, childbirth. So that's part of the book that's, and how I get into that. That's crazy stuff. I mean, I, I get so fascinated because there is something there. There's been actually a, um, on Netflix, there was actually, I think, a story where a boy was born and he, his parent, he was talking about, I think, how he, you know, they were showing him pictures of a man yeah. that maybe was a pilot, I, I, if memory um, serves me correctly. So somehow they connected with the family and he was able to say detailed stuff to it. So it just gave me chills that just because we can't see anything in this physical realm doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't exist. And just the possibility that there might be something on the other side. And that's why when I do my coaching, I tell people like there is people or there, there is angels. There are, there are people that are well-wishers. Maybe there are people that passed away. There's always people on your side and they don't leave your side just because you can't see them. If you look closely, like if you look at the time, you look at maybe you see the same license plate or you see like, um, you know, something over and yes. over like numbers, you see something in the sky um, that resembles something, which I've, you know, I've witnessed myself with a passing pet. I've actually yes. had pictures of clouds. I mean, call me crazy or whatnot, but I personally believe that there is something on the other side. However, it takes belief. And, you know, sometimes we can't see them with our, with our physical in the physical realm, but there's definitely something there. And I think a lot of empaths that are tuning in and HSPs, they can yes. contest to that. Cause I've talked to a lot of my clients that I coach and they they say that they can feel, you know, other things. I mean, they're not clairvoyant or anything, but they, they say that they, they feel like they're not alone. Um, I mean, even when I had to put my pet down, you know, the, the veterinarian said, okay, I'll give you, you know, 10, 15 minutes to say goodbye. And, and so when, she, you know, my dog was in my arms, it left mm. physically, like it left, I felt like it, when something leaves, like a spirit leaves, oh, like yes. I felt it leaving out of my arms and I just kind of looked in the room. I just don't feel like I was alone. Like, I mean, that's just me. Oh, and, oh yes. No, I mean, uh, well, obviously I, I agree with you. Absolutely. I mean, you know, for people who are sensitive, that life energy is tangible. Yeah. I mean, it's tangible. You could feel it. I, I, you know, when I was working in the hospitals, um, I would know when somebody is going to pass soon. Uh, wow. And yeah, without any kind of outward signs, meaning like, you know, that the, the, the vital signs were, were stable, but I, there was, that's something there's a, there's, um, it almost it almost felt as if the the spirit was separating from the body, and uh, for people who are empaths or who people who are intuitive empaths, they can sense that. Yeah. You know, they can sense that separation. So 
yeah, I mean, what you were sensing is very real. Yeah, I'll never forget it. And it is a very painful process, but I'm also thankful. Like I had the opportunity to learn from that and just know that I'm not alone. So, so just kind of uh, switching gears here, because I know um, there are a lot of people that have children or they'd like to have children in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think in your opinion and everything that you went through, do you think parents are chosen by the soul of their child? Like how does that work? Well, think, think about it. What is the, the most intense and powerful relationship a person will ever have? It's probably parent and child, yeah. right? They're, that's the most intense um, because it, it shapes who you are. Uh, for the child, it's, you know, that's the basis of, you know, life for you. Um, for the parent, there is no greater love. Um, so that relationship will give that spirit the most opportunity for growth so that's how uh you know i uh, approach it in terms of your first of all spirit every soul uh incarnates with what what people term like a soul group right and it's a group of of spirits who are basically on the same level in terms of their evolution and growth and be, with that soul group you know for one life you know the, a person in that soul group could be a sibling in another life it could be a uh, uh, a wife or husband or you know an uncle a grandmother uh, when it comes to parent and child, it's the again, it's the most powerful. So, yes, I wholeheartedly believe that you will know your child, okay, in terms of a spiritual bond. This is this is definitely a spirit or a soul who you have shared other lifetimes with, undoubtedly. Um, so. When it comes to uh, a, a spirit choosing their parent, that's something where that child or that parent is having the opportunity for the most progression, spiritual progression, spiritual growth, spiritual development, just by virtue of that strong bond. So think about it, it you know, I think I don't think you have children, correct? If I remember, no, you don't have children, right? Okay. So, for people who are already parents, um, and depending on how old your child is, you know, you think about the the different challenges they bring to your life, right? Um, and yes, d- depending on how you know you deal with them, and depending on on. The, the, the type of role model you could be for your child, you know, this is like ground level testing stuff, <laughs> you know? And uh, again, it, it's just a, a relationship 
that can give you the most mm. opportunity. Yeah. So yes, to answer your question, that's a long, long-winded answer for yes, absolutely. <laughs> your child and you, you've known each other, you've chosen each other, and uh, you're going to grow with each other. Mm. I've always wondered this, and I'm sure I speak for a lot of people that are listening, but what if someone's out there and they're like, I didn't choose to be abused. I didn't mm. choose to have, but what I tell them, and you tell me if I'm incorrect, but I say, yes, you did choose them because if, you know, in order for you to get enlightened and go through that scenario where you're basically suffering and you've overcome it, now you've learned your lesson. And I do feel that we agree to it. Yes. And when I say we, I'm talking about people that come into this realm and then we have to endure so much pain, suffering, um, heartache to finally get to a point. And I'm living proof in front of you that I went through hell myself. And I think we had a very mm -hmm. candid conversation yes. before this. And that's why I connected with you so easily because you knew right away every you read my energy right away and yeah. i was like that's that's crazy how you know all this but you already knew that i went through all of this so yeah. what is your take on that do you do you also believe that we we consciously believe that yes i'm going in and i agree to these terms absolutely absolutely um so i you know First, first off, let me tell you that when I wrote the book, I tried very much to keep it as little woo-woo as possible. <laughs> and the, and, and the <laughs> reason for that was to try to appeal as much as I possibly could, could have the book appeal to the medical profession. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I could not keep I couldn't stay true to the book without including that very topic that you just mentioned. And that is, is that we all choose the situation that we're born into. This is not something that was random. This is not something that um, was a punishment right. uh, or, or, or something that, you know, some higher being says, you know what, you uh you were a naughty person in another life. So now, you know, you have to go through this, these terrible trials and tribulations. No, this is something that our own higher consciousness chooses to learn and to develop and to progress spiritually. Um, so if you're born into, you know, unfortunately, if you're born into an abusive relationship, uh, or, you know, abusive parents, um, you know, this is all stuff that you knew, you kind of were, yeah, you know, a, like a, a, a collaborator, yeah. exactly. You were a collaborator in this scenario yeah. saying, well, this is what I'm choosing to experience and how I deal with it, how I come through this is what is mm -hmm. going to help me Yes. In terms of realizing spiritual truths. Exactly. And and spiritual um enlightenment and and um you know I, progression. 
evolution um and and that that spiritual evolution it all also uh, combines with the collective consciousness so how you emerge from that and hopefully you know the challenges are met and 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 you grow from them and that helps the collective consciousness conscious because remember we're all connected okay we don't see it with our naked eye but there are electrons all around us mm-hmm. and we are all connected with that those electrons mm-hmm. so every action i take you're mm-hmm. going to be affected so that in and of itself the collective consciousness has that growth as yeah. well so we're all moving towards something right and so yeah. i also have, that's how i also apply it to children because mm-hmm. you know think about how courageous our child that child is for coming into this world right because let's face it it's kind of shitty out here sometimes <laughs> it's all tough. right it's kind of shitty yeah so excuse me if i'm you know saying language that you you know you don't want oh, you're to hear, fine. but um <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so you know every time a, a child is born it's it's kind of like um i'm here we're, we're, we're trying to move things along we're trying to to you know move this you know these humanitarian issues we're trying to evolve a bit uh and that's they're part of the the new collective mm-hmm. consciousness so and that's where i mean with covid and all this stuff that's going on people think yeah. okay yeah we're divided there's more hate there's more stress and you know people are basically it's us against them type attitude but it's not until something big happens on a grand scale mm-hmm. where not just one group of people are affected we're talking the whole world this right. disease or this covid has it basically affected every human being on this planet and so yes. what is collective telling us it's like okay guys if you guys don't get along this you know this is this is the aftermath and yes. and there's a lot of good things that came out of it in fact if it wasn't for that i wouldn't have this podcast which means i wouldn't have met mm-hmm. you and i would have probably never gotten to where i am and now i'm i'm so thankful um that i went through all the suffering and all this last couple of months and you know with all the new people that i've met the hundreds of guests all the clients and everything that would have been not even possible if i didn't have all that suffering up to you know the covid and then afterwards so look at what look at the aftermath and that's the yes. reason i'm mentioning that is like a mm-hmm. child being born they're coming into yep. a very violent world where people are against each other there's hate but there's love too but that child has to figure out how to make it through in a way where they can find their authentic self and so yes yeah so before wrapping up here I, i'd like you to kind of leave us with something um that you feel that's very important because there's a lot of empaths and highly sensitive people that are tuning in um i'm going to let you say the last word on you know for somebody that might be maybe on the fences that maybe you think this is all woo woo or maybe somebody that's really into what you're saying but they don't know which direction to go so i'm going to leave you with the last word here 
Okay. So in in terms of what I write in the book, it it's basically my effort into helping to usher in the new the new generations so to make a better world. Okay. And the way I do that is addressing their souls, knowing your child as spirit and nurturing them as such is, is so important in terms of helping them to be aligned, like you said, with their most authentic self. And I am, I'm truly believe that once you help a child or, you know, anybody, once they realize their authentic selves and they are um, seated very comfortably in their soul, the potential is endless. It really is because that's when they know they're, they can accomplish anything. That's when they know that their intention that the intention they put out into the world and for themselves, every, the world is going to meet them there. You know, the the energies are going to just bolster them and they're going to be doing what they're meant to do. And yeah. ultimately what they're meant, to, you know, what we're all meant to do is love each other. As, as corny as that might, might sound, the bottom line is, is love. And the bottom line is that love is what will help us to evolve, to get us through this hatred, to get us through this division, this divisiveness, the, the, this, you know, me versus you. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to, to take care of our earth, right? You know, our, our, our world is, is crying out. It's dying. And so, you know, it's it's our children that have to get us out of this, man. Yeah. You know, we, we need to we need to move forward. And so that's that's the whole intention of the book. Help your child look at your child as spirit, nurture your child yeah. as spirit, and you are going to what's going to emerge is a generation of people who are gonna help us get through this. Yeah. Beautifully said. There's a reason why I had you on here. You are not only just an amazing human being, but you are the uh, one of the elite coaches um, and well-deserved to be on here. Um, could you tell us where we can find your book and anything else that you'd like to kind of leave out there so people could find out who Christine Ramos is? Thank you. Um, the book can be found on Amazon.com. Um, it's also in, you know, other book outlets. Um, you can find me on intuitivenurturing.com or Christine Ramos-RN.com. Um, and yeah, I do. I Most of my work um, is writing in uh, parenting, health, and uh, spiritual magazines. I write a lot of articles, nice. but occasionally I will um, do a private uh, childbirth class or private breastfeeding class. Uh, and you can contact me on my website if that's something that's interesting mm-hmm. to you. Um, yeah, so awesome. that's where you can find me. 
I'll leave that in the show notes. So you guys definitely check her out. Definitely well, well worth it. Um, Christine, it's been an honor to have you. I'd love to keep in contact with you and same here. Just see see how you've been doing and and maybe collab in a live later but sure. yeah you, you really opened my mind on on a different realm because I've been going on like more trauma route like with a lot of coaches and therapists and doctors but I feel like you today just kind of more went to the spiritual realm which was missing in all these elite episodes so thank you so much I think the well, universe we, brought we me also- to you Thank you. Well, we also want to head off that trauma, right? Yeah. So if we can kind of have more insight on how that trauma even occurs in childhood, you mm-hmm. know, that's very helpful. Yeah. All thank right. Thank you well, for thank- having me, Raj. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. And you're always welcome back. Thank you. All right, guys, stay tuned. We have a lot more episodes coming. I hope you enjoyed this elite series. We have definitely much more. Always keep moving forward. With that said, we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.